homeschool friends, welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Podcast Network. You did it. I did it. That I did awesome. it right. <laughs> <laughs> we used to be brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, and so we're we're getting there. We're getting yeah, the, the, new, so name. the new name, and yeah. I haven't made the transition yet. Like my my mouth is trained to say Ultimate Homeschool Radio. Radio Network, but it's Ultimate Podcast Network, yeah. which of course it is because yeah. these are podcasts. That's so. right, Ultimate yeah. Homeschool Podcast Network. So yeah. we are, and we are so delighted to be a part of the Ultimate Homeschool yeah. Podcast Network. Um, we're like a we're like a little family of homeschool yeah. podcasts, and and, and and we just love our fellow podcasters. We, we do have a good team. We do. If you haven't listened to some of the other podcasts, not that I'm going to send you away from ours right now, uh, but do check them out. There's some great stuff yeah. out there. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Homeschool sanity mm-hmm. and life schooling yeah. and um, Merva's one on um, technology, which oh, are yeah. really really good. Yeah, and um, yeah. And, and Felice and. Yeah, and and oh, the skills. Oh yes, yes, yeah, so yep. skills one hundred and one. So yep. there's a bunch of really amazing, good stuff. yeah, good stuff, and yeah. some encore episodes of uh, I don't know, encore is the right word, but uh, yeah. homeschooling in real life yeah, with our friends there. Kendra and Fletch. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I guess yeah. you want to hear our podcast for today. Oh, well, okay, let's do should, that. Should we yeah. do that? We'll, we'll give you one because we don't want you to be discouraged. This is true. This is true because I don't know about you, but we've been seeing a little discouragement maybe in ourselves on occasion and a little bit in our community. And so we thought rather than just go, oh, we shouldn't be discouraged, we just thought we'd actually talk about it and help each other find some ways to um, overcome, tunnel under, go around, you know, or just plow through the discouragement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nobody has teenagers. No. And doesn't get discouraged. Yeah. That was a double negative. Um, Am I but I'm with to say you. That? Well, yeah. I'm a Spanish teacher, and we do double negatives <laughs> yeah. in Spanish. So absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there, there are just times where it just doesn't sync, mm-hmm. or, or you know, we're not on the same page, or life is just not going right. And and we're kind of human too. Like, and our kids are human, and so you put two humans together, any two humans, yeah. and. You know, and it can some, yeah. be discouraging. That's right. Sometimes more than you know, more yeah. some relationships are more encouraging, and others are more discouraging. But we all kind of have our our yeah. you know peaks and valleys, right? Yeah, yeah. So we were going to talk about dealing with discouragement, mm-hmm. and we're going to give you some. At least Vicky and I just talked, and I feel great now. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so hopefully you'll not only feel like you know how to deal with it, but just really, you know, work with it, um, work through it. Um, rise above it mm-hmm. um, and you know one of those uh, it's not discouragement isn't usually this bad but you know whatever doesn't kill you it does make you stronger so how to use it as a springboard to get to a better place you know and it's it's a rotten quote but unfortunately if we allow God to work in us in times of discouragement he does make us stronger oh amen, yeah. amen. I, I would rather him just wave his godlike magic wand <laughs> and just take all the discouraging things away so I don't have to get stronger that would be so lovely that would be so lovely I'm just cracking up if you hear a dog barking in the background that is actually not my seeing eye I, dog that eagle the funniest thing? it's so funny yeah he was going to come to podcasting today but I thought you know what 
it's just Vicky and I, and if he needs to go outside for a minute, then Vicky would have to monologue without us, so I left him home. But one of our neighbors has a pup there, so we can just feel like yeah, we have that. Pretend like Eagle is here with pup us. Pup essence <laughs> with us, yeah. So we were talking about discouragement, and we, you know, it again, it can kind of sound. It's so wise, and it sometimes when you're in the middle of it, it also almost sometimes feels trite or, or hokey or cheesy even sometimes. But absolutely pray, right? Yeah. Isn't that what we came up with as the first thing to yeah. do? It's just you really have to get down on your knees. I, I was reading some research somewhere, mm-hmm. and I cannot remember where it was, but the, it was talking about um, that when we get quiet, that that's very often where our creativity comes back online. Oh, yes. And, you know, very often when we get quiet with God, so we need to be real and honest and tell Him what we're feeling and experiencing and what we're irritated by. And the Psalms are full of that. It's not wrong oh, yeah. to just sit down and tell God what life is like. Because he kind of knows anyway. Yeah. So it's much more real, I think, if we actually do chat with him about yeah. it. It's yeah. kind of like getting the elephant out of the room with God. You yeah. know, like, God, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. But then to also be willing to sit and listen. Mm. Because in doing that, I think our spirit is, is more in that that receptive zone and the creativity that God made us with can come online and he may have some instruction for our personal growth oh yeah or how to handle the things that are discouraging us in a more creative way yeah so it's we, we don't want to be cheesy but right. really it's like yeah you do pray about it but a little more than that oh god please help us yes which is nice but it's yeah. not enough in that, a, in a dark time that's right that's right like yeah you really want to like lean into god um and making that space a friend and i were just talking about prayer the other day and she's just in a um you know she's great great strong faith but she's just in a rough spot and mm-hmm. she's feeling discouraged and she said i've been a prayer warrior all my life and i just feel stuck with praying i just mm-hmm. kind of feel like god is god and i'm not and i'm not sure where what the mm-hmm. point is and uh, mm-hmm. am i just whining to him when i pray mm-hmm. and, you know, so um, sometimes it's so much easier to encourage someone else than it is yeah. to, when you're actually in that moment yourself. And um, so I've been praying for her Aww. to make that reconnection. And I said, one of the things that I've just really come away with personally um, is that God wants our relationship. Mm-hmm. And God's God doesn't need us to help him. He doesn't need us to be aware of the things that are discouraging to us or mm-hmm. our teens or the difficulties between us or whatever. He knows all that stuff. But he wants us to come to him and and he like he wants to know that we recognize that he is there. And you know, just like any other friend that we have, if you neglect a relationship, it it doesn't nur- it doesn't nurture, it doesn't grow. That's a, a good way to put that is is yeah. we don't want that vital relationship to be neglected. <clears throat> and it's easy to do that when we're overwhelmed and exhausted and discouraged. Yeah. So what one of the things I have found helpful for me in discouraging times where you get to that place where like I am just so over praying and, and I'm so tired of being spiritual and trying to do things uh-huh. right is to go for a walk. I was just thinking the same thing, I, and I just tend to have a very busy mind. Like, mm-hmm. I try when I wake up in the morning 
to spend a few minutes before I ever open my eyes. Sometimes I'm even grabbing a t-shirt this time of year and putting it over my head to try to keep the light out because <laughs> I need some room darkening shades or something. Um, but just to lay there and just to, my, my deep breathing friend here will be so proud of me, to just concentrate on, on my breathing in and my breathing out and just saying, you know, oh Lord, I love you or Lord, I need you or thank you for being my mm-hmm. God or just something like that to just start my day connecting with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And and my other favorite thing is to go for a walk. Yeah. Because it kind of sh- shuts out some of the other things. Well, and, and you know, God created the world around us. Mm. And especially if you have some place to walk where there might be a tree or a bird oh, or a flower, yeah. that sometimes just seeing his beauty that he's made oh, yes. can teach us some things. So you want to hear my one of my favorite stories? I would First, love to hear one of your favorite I'm, stories. I'm, I'm like this little lady, so I tell the same stories all the time. <laughs> but they're so, great I'm stories. Sure, I'm sure you've heard this. So anyway, so there was this one day where I was having a very discouraging day. It was a really bad day. And I don't remember what the really bad day was. And I was really, really irritated and really down and just over it and I was it was January and the sky was gray because it had snowed and the ground was covered with snow but it was gray because the sky was gray and everything was gray and I was leaving my house to um to drive to work so Mm -hmm. stomping out to my car (laughs) and in front of where my car is parked is a maple tree and of course the maple tree is black and bare against the gray sky and the gray snow and as I'm opening my car door a cardinal comes and lands in this black tree against the gray sky and the gray snow and he was so red you know you would see him a mile away he was that red and he opened his little bill and he started singing at the top of his lungs and it was like he was praising God and he was being happy in his moment and it was the most beautiful thing and I just stopped and I watched him and it made my soul so glad mm-hmm. and then he flew off and I got in my car and I closed the car door and started at it again <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say and you started singing the cardinal song yeah no yeah, that's no. how it's supposed to go and uh, but I had one of those like a voice of God moment. Have you ever had like you oh, almost hear oh, yeah. the voice of God kind you of thing? You can feel him tapping you on the yeah, shoulder just like, about. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a strange thing, and and I felt like God said to me, "But I gave you the red bird." Yeah. Like in God's economy, I needed to be recalibrated. Whatever it was that I was so discouraged and upset yeah. about mm-hmm. wasn't what mattered. What mattered was God made this beautiful thing in God's economy that weighed a million dollars and my thing that I was all upset about weighed about 25 cents yeah and that wasn't my economy Mm -hmm. and so it's been one of those stories that have you know like okay in this moment God didn't wave his godlike magic wand and change whatever it was he gave me what was important to him and you know what else that reminds me of too is oh don't lose it Kim don't lose it um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, he uh, like to to me that was a sign to say to you, Vicky, I see you, 
I mm. hear you. Mm. Like he's not gonna. I'm not gonna make it all better right now. Mm-hmm. But I, I hear you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I know you're. I know you're there. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know I'm here. That's it. That like a connection point. Yeah. 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 So wow, that is a beautiful story. That, so, I don't think I've actually ever heard that one no, before. No. no. So yeah. <laughs> very good. Very 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 good. So pray. So pray. And pray. Then, so you debrief with God, you listen, yep. you calibrate with him. And it also helps to debrief with with a friend, a trusted, wise friend that yeah. doesn't mean spew venom all over them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, my poor hubby last night, um, a, another friend of mine is going through a very difficult time. And it's been, God is teaching me some, which is, I'm getting ahead of myself now. That might be another one of our points. God is teaching me some really interesting things. Um, and so this friend kind of spewed on me a little bit. And then I immediately responded to, in, to try to be in relationship. And there was nothing. Uh, and and I got angry. Uh-huh. And honestly, I think God's probably thinking that that was progress for me. Because Kim never gets angry. I don't get angry. Yeah. And and in the past, I would have been, you know, oh, you know, it's, oh my gosh, oh, there's a, the catastrophe. Mm-hmm. What do I do? And, and all that. And I was, I was just in a state of, I, I had, I had set some boundaries and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. this is, this is not okay. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so I'm digressing a little bit, but so spew venom appropriately. But what I ended up doing, my poor, my poor hubby, I just kind of. He was the person that I could talk to, mm-hmm. and so I was processing away with him. And you know, and and pretty quickly, I realized, wow, this is kind of grabbing me more than I want it to be. Yeah. And so I took a, I literally took a step back in my kitchen, and I uh-huh. said, you know what, I'm really sorry. I said, this is not you. This is just something that came to us, and it's it's taking our precious time together, and this uh-huh. thing is kind of taking over, and I'm sorry. Um, and he was wonderful. He said, you know what? He said, the reason that you're so upset is because you care so much. And that's one of the things I love about you, which oh. was really sweet. Oh. Yeah, right. That, that doesn't happen. You know, we've been married yeah. a long time. Those yeah. things don't happen all that often. Um, but it was, I found a, a trusted person yeah. who um, who knew a little bit about the situation, but also was a little further more removed than yeah. I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is just a wonderful sounding board and listener some mm-hmm. you know he will just i i tend to interrupt because i want to help fix and mm-hmm. he'll just listen and listen and listen um so find that person that you can um that you can process with that you can can unload with a little bit but also make sure that that person or that relationship is not going to just let you pull them down into mm-hmm. the yuck yeah. Um, and is not going to let you wallow in yuck. Yeah, some more um, uh, support and accountability, not support mm-hmm. and drama. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and and wisdom. You know, the, find mm-hmm. the people that are going to listen a long time and they're going to go, hmm. You know, and they're going to, yeah. like, you know, rub their chin and just kind of sit back and say, hmm, I wonder, or what about, or I noticed. Or know? that's really hard. Yes. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> yes. Yes, that's that's one of the things yeah. Vicki has taught me is just to say, that's really hard. That's really hard. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it is. So one of the things we can do when we're feeling discouraged <clears throat> is to also debrief with ourselves, to be self-aware. Mm. And it helps if you practice the three W's. Which are? What am I feeling? 
Because mm. you noticed you were feeling angry. Yep. Why am I feeling that way? And mm. you were able to identify mm-hmm. what boundaries had been crossed and you know mm-hmm. where that was out of line. Yeah. And then what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And so you chose to debrief with your husband, yep. but also to be aware of how the debriefing affected him. Mm-hmm. So it kept you aware of yourself mm-hmm. and acting in a healthy way in in the real life situation. Mm. Aren't wow. you proud of you? I, I actually, I kind of am, and I've really learned a lot from being around Vicki. <laughs> I have to tell you, I've always known Vicki was a wise woman, but I actually did those three W's, but I didn't think about them Yeah, consciously. you just did it by, yeah. uh, by wisdom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. well, and I'm sure some of it rubbed off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I was actually able to go back to that person later, and uh-huh. when I was a little calmer, and say, I understand that you were needing this. Yeah. I said, in the process, here's what also mm-hmm. happened. And so I was actually able to go back to that person and yeah. explain to them how what they did affected me mm-hmm. and how I want to help them and I want to be there for them. Yeah. And it needs to be a, a the respect needs to run both ways yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Another thing is to, to, understand the reality of a situation mm. that denial is not helpful it's not just a river in egypt yeah. <laughs> i love that phrase i don't know I just think it's funny um, um yeah yeah that sometimes our teens have different goals than we do oh my yes and that's very very frustrating or it can be embarrassing mm-hmm. yeah we, we talk sure. about that there's a movement in in the teenage culture here and there to say okay i'm not going to get a diploma even even. I'm not graduating. I'm just going to go get a job because the point is just go get a job. And, you know, for us moms, it's like, no, 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 no. And, um, I mean, I, I don't like that goal at all, but mm. we, we bumped up against that we in have. the local community. Yeah. And uh, to, so to calibrate realistically and say, where's my kid's head at? Mm. And um, see if you can understand what's going on for them, you know, where'd that goal come from, mm. rather than keep f- fighting at that goal, you yes. know, and fixing the kid and demanding and mm. then being discouraged because you're not on the same page. Oh, right. Kind of talk it out find out why that goal is there mm-hmm. and then sometimes you just have to say okay god lets us make our own mistakes and decide yeah. how much you'll enable and how much you'll say okay well then here's the the, the consequences. consequences of those goals mm-hmm. yeah boy as a parent logical consequences were always my favorite thing and it's much easier when they're little and you want them to oh, wear, yeah. wear a jacket and they go outside and they get cold and they go oh i'm cold and they come back in now we're looking at like now they're going to be, you know, 29 with a, a family and they're working at the grocery store, you know. Uh-huh. And right. But we have, like, like God lets us make our own mistakes. Mm-hmm. And there are times where we can give wisdom and then mm-hmm. we've got to say, I'm, I'm going to be realistic about this and let God do his work. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's sometimes very messy work. He doesn't do things the way I tell him to do things very often. <laughs> no, yeah. uh-uh. And we talked about how sometimes... If we hold on too tight, that we can actually be in the way of what God is trying to doing mm-hmm. do either in our lives or our children's lives or both. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, how think about how much we love our kids, mm-hmm. and then think about how much God loves us. Think about all the other relationships, all the people you love in the world. And then think about how much more God loves every single one of us than we love anybody else. 
And so Sabrina and I had this conversation one day when we were going through particularly challenging parenting times with our adult children. Mm-hmm. And if we love our kids that much, how much more does God love them? And if God is a, does, doesn't force us to be robots mm-hmm. and live our lives the way he would have us live them. To do it the right way. But lets us make choices and learn from our experiences and our mistakes and, and all those things. Who are we sometimes to stand in the way mm. of that process and think that maybe, you know, are we getting in the way of what God is trying to teach or do with our kids. And so we have to trust God yeah. that he loves those kids. To recognize our more. own fear mm-hmm. and to trust his love for our kids. Yeah. And yep. that, as our seven sister Marilyn says, God's God and we're not. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, whether we like it or not. That's right. That's you know, right. Yeah. And, and yeah, to it, that it's better to get out of the way mm-hmm. and just to stay on our knees in prayer. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's also a beautiful time. Sometimes when we're in the middle of these challenging situations or uh, differences of direction or goals or whatever, it can be challenging for us to pray, um, I don't want to say unselfishly, because that's not really the right word, but, um, but you know, like we have our own agenda of yeah. what we think is right yeah. for our kids. And sometimes this is one of those perfect times to not only ask your friends to pray for you, but to pray for your children, because sometimes um, people who are a little further removed can mm-hmm. pray for them a little more objectively or yeah. a little with a little less of an agenda, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Um, and so that can be very powerful. And just mm-hmm. ha- having other people praying for you and your child and your relationship, yeah. uh, because that's also an important thing in all of this. We have our, our goals and our checklists and all those things. Which are important. They are. They are very important. And sometimes those have to take precedence over, in moments mm-hmm. over the relationship. It's, you know, sometimes we're going to make one another upset Mm -hmm. in order to teach our children to do the right thing. There are also times, especially as they get older, that we could sometimes choose to sacrifice the relationship Mm -hmm. for trying to make our goals happen in our children's lives and not let them take control of their lives. And we really need God's guidance on where we stick to the goals, mm-hmm. where we let that go and stick to the relationship, yeah. or where there's a middle ground of, you know, in God's wisdom, mm-hmm. the natural consequences, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it, we keep circling back around to, to prayer. To prayer, yeah. yep. Yeah, we kind of we have a, a running thing, like whenever yeah. there's a trouble, it's pray, do step one, pray, do step two, pray, do step three, yep. and then, you know, like lather, rinse, repeat kind of thing. <laughs> Do and then, pray, do something, pray again. Another one of Kim's t-shirts. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like there was something else we came up with. Oh, we kind of missed, or I just kind of glossed over it. But talk about a little bit about the deep breathing and that. Uh, that just kind of, you yeah, know, how to kind of help yourself come back to a peaceful yeah. place when you're feeling frazzled or yeah, just just for our own health. Yeah. Is whenever we're really stressed mm-hmm. and when we're discouraged, we're stressed. Mm-hmm. We can lower our stress hormones with some nice deep breaths. Like breathe in through your nose. And then breathe out like a birthday candle. Go. 
Oh, so, so powerful. Oxygen lowers the stress hormones, and when you breathe out nice and slow, it activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the part of the nervous system that says calm down. Mm. So now that we're all nice and calm, we probably should wrap up this episode. We probably should. I'm yeah. Gonna, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that is, and the, the neat thing with that is when you do it, when you practice it, yeah, like just in that very first breath, because mm-hmm. Vicky has had, we've done this a few times before. Uh-huh. I automatically, my body starts to go. It knows what to do. It knows yeah. what to do, and it and it has a more powerful effect when you practice yeah. it, just yeah. like prayer does. Absolutely. So anyway, it has been such a blessing and a joy to be with you this morning. Um, we hope that um, that you are not in the midst of a discouraging time. But I bet if you are not, you probably know someone and mm-hmm. someone you love might be or might be about to be or something mm-hmm. like that. Because that's just the nature of life. Yeah. Um, and so that we pray your times of discouragement are few and your times of encouragement are many. Um, and we pray that this has been encouraging or helpful um, to you and to, to others. For that was the, very pretty. For those times. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so we ho- we hope it's been helpful to you. Um, that is truly our goal and our heart. Um, if um, you have anything to add, if there are things that you have found helpful, um, please, by all means, um, join us on. We have a Facebook page, the mm-hmm. Homeschool High School Podcast Facebook page. We have a Seven Sisters Homeschool group, a Facebook group. Yeah, well, we can talk about all kinds of things there. Absolutely. So we'd love to chat with you. Mm-hmm. We'd love to know what's working for you or yeah. if you have questions, if there's something that yeah. we didn't talk about or something you'd like us to elaborate on more. Um, we'll have to see if we can throw it in the show notes here. I, when Vicki talked yeah. about going for a walk, I found a, uh, a um, my sister sent me a thing about the science of why going for a hike is uh-huh. good for you mentally and okay, physically we'll and spiritually. Add that to the notes, yes. So we'll add that to the notes. Um, and so anyway, we're going to wrap up. Um, and this has been the Homeschool High School podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com and brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast, podcast Network. Network.